Hello and welcome to the Writing Guys podcast, uh, where we help writers get inside a guy's head by answering questions on how men think. I'm Lancey McCall, today's moderator, and our hosts are Michael Aspen and C.T. Andrews. Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right, guys, today's listener question is, what are things men want in bed but will never ask or tell you? You know, um, yeah, CT, go ahead. If you got something, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, how long are you going to give us to think on this one? Um, because. <sighs> Do we need an intermission 16 seconds into the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead and inter intermit this. <laughs> so. Think, ah, go ahead, Michael. No, if, you, if you've got an answer, go ahead. I'll let you go first on this one. But if you don't, I'll jump in and I got some stuff I got in my head. I got stuff that's rattling oh, around. It rattling around? It's okay. Um, my first inclination is to say I'm always a little worried about asking for favors from, you know, not favors, but acts. I guess you'd say from the significant other. Uh, but by the same token, I know me and um, my, uh, oh, what's the word? My integrity goes only so far. If I want it bad enough, I'm probably going to ask for it regardless. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I hate asking for it, but sometimes I can't help myself but ask for it. What is the hesitation? To ask for it well okay that's a great question I, I think it comes down to uh uh the fact that i have i have a a good and strong character lancy and it just seems to me hey babe will you suck it, it just doesn't sound like a very good thing to say you know or something along those lines it just uh it just sounds so had you know uh so are you by the same token by the same token i don't mind if she says would you eat me or would you do this or that so i don't mind being asked but i just feel so i think weird I think, so you're concerned about her reaction or right. her response that's what i was going to say is i think yeah. a lot of it has to do with how she reacts it's like you you sometimes test the water with something that's not not your biggest fantasy, but maybe something that you're willing to throw away. It's just like, oh God, no. Then you're like, oh well, okay. Yeah, to lock away right. that. Yeah, I, I think I think you hit it right on the head with <laughs> uh, with you know just testing the waters. It's really just kind of testing the waters, you know. Yeah. And, and some waters you just you're you're afraid of the depth <laughs> before you jump in and test them. But like I said, I mean, there, there comes to a point when things get heated and turned on and, and, and starting to flow and pressure's building. And at some point, I'm like, oh, fuck it, ask her. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's how I answer that question, at least initially. There are times when that question, you ask the question and her reaction will just completely like ruin the mood. And now you got to climb back up to being in the mood again. At least for me, 
Like I'll yeah, ask. Yeah, and how do, you, how do you recover from it when she goes, yeah. "Oh no, no, no"? Yeah. How do you recover from it? You so know? you're you're kind of weighing these options. Like, do I want to ruin the mood and make it where it's going to be much more difficult for us to all have a good time, or yeah. do I want to just shut up and enjoy what I can while I can? And yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a difficult. A topic to tap dance around because I honestly don't know how to answer it except to say I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> I think yeah. I think that there isn't so to kind of build on that notion. I don't think that there is any one thing or or, or a group of things that all guys want that all guys are afraid to ask for. Stuff that I may be afraid to ask for may be very tame in comparison to somebody else, or I might be very much wilder than somebody else. And um, one of the things I think that we do a disservice to ourselves here in here in the United States, at least, is we tend to marry pretty early, although that's been changing lately. But um, marrying in your early 20s, sometimes you just don't even know what you like. And now you've married this person that may not be interested in something that you discover by surfing the web, all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, whoa, 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 that's a thing. Oh, I like that. And you bring it up to your significant other and they're like, ew, gross. And now you're like, well, dang it, right? I'm, I'm denying myself that thing. So um, so anyway, there's, 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 it changes by person. There are things that I think I know in, in my life that I've locked away that I'm like, I'm not going to ask for that because I don't want to ruin the mood. <clears throat> and um, I know she's not going to be interested in it. So yeah, don't ask for it. So I think there are always things. And the reaction is, is what makes guys I think want or not want to say anything. If, if, if my wife was more open to the, to the topics that I want to bring up and I'm not talking about anything weird necessarily. Well, again, define weird i'm not talking about anything that i think most of society would consider um beyond the pale um it's just we have a very vanilla sex life and you know she wants to keep it extraordinarily vanilla and i occasionally would like some chocolate sauce so you know yeah um <laughs> i'm not asking for cherries and peanuts and a and a scoop of chocolate and all that stuff you know it's, it's all right yeah you know, it, it, it does come down to the different people involved, but also it's the there are different types of the question, will you like there's will you versus, hey, do you want to like, yeah. hey, do you want to use the toys? Hey, do you want to get tied up? Hey, do you want to do you want to do oral? Do you want to, you know, versus will you? Yeah. I think there I, I think. It, it all depends on the activity and which brand of that question goes with that activity better. Like, like you can't say, Hey, do you want to give me a blowjob? You know, that has to be, will you give me a blowjob? But if it comes to like 69 or something, it's, Hey, do you want to do 69? You know, do you want to? And, and, and so I think there's a buffer that you can give yourself if you, is uh, Oh, go ahead, choose, go ahead. You choose the proper brand of question and how to approach it. And, and subtle differences make a big difference. Um, men, I know, because I am a guy, want an enthusiastic partner. If you're begrudgingly doing something, 
because you know the guy likes it, that's a turn on maybe for some guys, but most guys, no, I mean, that's a turn off or it's harder to get excited then, right? You want enthusiastic participant. Oh yeah, that sounds like fun versus fine. You know, let's just get it over with. It's a, it's a very different reaction. So I'd be curious to know if women have the same, I wonder if they want the same, they desire that same enthusiasm from a partner or if they don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how typical I am, uh, but I like to try new things. So I'm usually open to try new things. And then if I decide I don't like it, I'm like, yeah, let's not do that again. You know, <laughs> but I'm usually, I'm usually cool about it. Like, okay, we tried that and that didn't work. So let's just not do it again. I'm not like, ew, gross. You know, I don't do that. I don't have that reaction. Mostly I'm like, mostly my reaction is, what? How does that work? You know? <laughs> but That's I will cool. say, I'm also the more spontaneous one in my relationships. So. <laughs> oh. That's very interesting. Well, let me ask, okay. So Michael said that men want an enthusiastic partner. And I think he's right. You know, um, enthusiastic, adventurous, or whatever, that's kind of a turn on, I would say, for most fellas. But I've always kind of wondered in the back of my head if women know that men want an enthusiastic partner because it's kind of commonsensical, right? We, we want enthusiastic partners or adventurous partners. Therefore, they're going to be enthusiastic and adventurous, or are they just by nature enthusiastic and adventurous? I don't know which one it is. Are you uh, asking if they're faking it? <laughs> because that might be a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not asking if they're faking it. I'm asking if they're, because I think there's a difference in faking it and allowing your partner a little latitude to feel good in your reactions. You know what I mean? In your spirit, I guess. But I don't. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You had more thoughts. I don't want to cut you off. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Well, I, I didn't really have more thoughts. Oh, I was just, right. I was going to redundantly ask the same question. Do women know this or are they naturally that way? Uh, in my so you, case, I'm naturally that way. I just, I'm curious about life. I like to try new things in general, you know? And so somebody says, you want to go, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something I've never done before. You want to go hiking in the mountains? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's go try that. You know? I, so that's my personality in general. Um, also to be fair, I, when I first started becoming sexually active, I was pretty naive. So there was a broad range of things I had to learn, you know, right. <laughs> kind of a. So I think, I think what I was talking about with the enthusiasm though, is a little different than adventurous. We've kind of lumped those two together adventure. You can have somebody who's fairly tame and still be excited about doing that tame thing. Like the usual can be fine. And you're really excited about doing the usual that's still an enthusiastic partner. That's not adventurous. So enthusiasm. All right, you're talking huh? and expressive. You're right. talking well, expressive, expressive, but also well expressive in a positive way. Cause there can be times when you're with a partner that is like, yeah, fine. You know, I got time, I guess. Yeah. Let's go do something. That's, that's not a turn on. 
Whereas yeah. if you say, Hey, you know, you want to, you want to go spend some time together, you know, wink, wink. And they're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me, uh, let me get logged out real quick and let's go. Right. That's, that's a much different reaction. That's an enthusiastic reaction. You may not be doing anything new. You may not be climbing mountains, but you might be doing the same thing you've done a hundred times or millions of times before millions. Wow. That person is amazing. <laughs> so we'll just yeah. say hundreds, hundreds of times before. And, but you're still excited to do it. You're still excited to be with your partner. Yeah. And so that enthusiasm is a big piece of that. And I, I want to clarify one other thing. I don't know that women do know what men want. Um, I think that's the whole reason we exist. So when we say, if, if we end up saying, you know, it seems like it would be pretty obvious. I think that's exactly the problem. <laughs> There's so many things that we say are obvious that we think are obvious and the opposite gender is like, no, it's not obvious to us. We don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I actually, yeah. oh God, I have a story. Oh yeah. Story time. Oh no. A story, a personal story. I don't like getting personal on the internet. <laughs> it was. Um, Be sure to change the names. <laughs> it was a guy that I was dating uh, before, before I married my husband in, um, we were doing things <laughs> and when it was over, he asked, he said, how, how did you know to do that with your hand? And I'm like, I was like, I don't know. It just seemed like the thing to do. And he goes, well, I really liked it. So you should do it again. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that Hi. is fantastic. Yeah. He asked you the question that I have always wondered about women. It's like, they don't have one of these things. They don't know how to handle it, but yet they do. And it's like, how do you know? How did she know that? And it makes me wonder, am I doing it right? And if I am, is she going, oh, how did he know to do that with his little finger, you know, or whatever? And uh, yeah, so that's, a, man, you know, I'm, I'm, he asked you the right question. It's because it's a question that I think most men wonder about. Like, how did she know? I do wonder if it's if it's just a uh, somebody who's just intuitive because I <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm bragging, but I've learned where the uh, clitoris is, and apparently from my wife's conversations with a lot of her female friends, there's still a lot of guys out there that don't know where it is, and haven't been able to figure out how to use it appropriately. Because I'll tell you, if there are guys that are listening, figure that shit out, man, because. <laughs> Holy cow, it's a word, it's a game changer. So <clears throat> anyway, um, but she tells me all the time now that she would rather me take care of her because I'm better at it than she is. I'm like, how is that even possible? Um, and yeah, I, think, yeah. I think what it boils down to is she just likes that somebody else understands her and knows how to make her feel that way and that I can and that I do. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you just said feeds into a, a, a theory of mine, uh, an opinion. And there's no way to prove it one way or the other because we can't, I have no, I have no cross-reference. I'm only a man, but. Yeah, we'd have to do like a scientific study. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. In my observation. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you need it. You need to have a smoking jacket with a butt. In my observations, yes. And pardon me. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think that despite this, despite 
uh, all the noises that a woman tends to make and guys are a little quieter about it. I think guys enjoy it more than women do. That's, that's just my, that's just my. That is a bold statement to make, sir. I, I know. You're not even I, holding I, your coffee cup so you can gesture with authority. You're just making the <laughs> statement. You need to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, men fall enjoy sexual behavior that men do. It is a simple fact. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to refer back to a previous episode and say, it depends. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you just caught me out. You just caught me out. Look, it's not like I don't try. I try really hard. I just think I enjoy it more than she does. I hate to say it, but I don't know what that you makes know, me look that, like. That may be you falling prey to your experience cannot, cannot extend into somebody else's mind. Right? Yeah, exactly so, right. I I guess, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any statements like that at all. I really don't know if women enjoy it as much or more than men do. Um, well, but. I guess the reason I say that is because I don't know how it could be better. Um, because, like, if it's right, it is completely satisfying, and it's it just changes your whole perspective for the next 48 hours or longer. And I'm like, I don't know. I think I got it better. I, well, I, I, I can tell you that uh, post nut clarity is real. It, it it does exist. There's a lot of people that like to poo poo that idea. I didn't mean to make that sound like I was wanting to do anal. I just mean that people tend to make it sound like that's not a real thing, but it really is. There's a really great piece of advice I saw on Reddit. This guy was talking about how he's thinking about cheating on his wife with another woman and he just, he can't get her out of his head. And somebody said, go jerk off and see how you feel. And the guy came back and he's like, oh, my God, I realized how much of a mistake that would have been. And it was because the like the hormones were just taking control and they needed to get rid of them. And then once he did, the clarity was there. And he's like, right. And uh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, most not clarity can be a very, very good thing or a very, very bad thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, can, you can lay there with just going. Oh my God! What did I just do? Yeah, what's the What's you know. the line from from uh, um, Arrested Development? I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've made a huge mistake. Anyway, you had something, Lancey. I'm sorry, I, I kind of steamrolled you there. I want to make sure to give you your time. No, that's okay. I was going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear what you had to say. <clears throat> we were talking about whether men or women enjoyed it more, and. Um, did you guys know that women can have two different types of orgasms? Yes. Yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, oh, yeah. I did. And Why multiple. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah. And okay. They have, and they it, can, have, they can yeah. have multiple orgasms, which pisses me the fuck off. That makes me angry. Yeah. And they can roll. They can roll from one type yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. into quit, the other. Quit type. bragging. Quit bragging right now. That's just really so that's what I'm you opened the door. You guys opened the door when you said. No, I'm not really mad. I I, I think that's awesome. And you know, in in a previous, I don't know if I mentioned it in an episode or if it was something we were talking about offline. But I had mentioned about how, and I and you guys kind of kind of got on me a little bit. I'm like, I think of that as like a kid's story. And I'm like, yeah, but they're all adults now. And I and there's adults in the story. I was talking about Harry Potter, where they have the polyjuice potion, where you can become other people. 
Like, wouldn't that be neat to experience what a woman has, like the orgasm a woman has when she can roll an orgasm in like that and have like a bunch of them in a row? That would be really cool to know what that's like. But I don't want to become a woman, right? Like not yeah. permanently. I'm not, I'm not looking at like transgender here. Um, not, that, not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's just not something I'm interested in. So yeah, I would be like, that'd be really neat to like take a swig of this and then go grab a vibrator. And for an hour, I get to feel like what it's like to have 76 orgasms in an hour and then walk out of there going, yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. That was fun. I got to tell you, they got, they got something on us there. <laughs> I think you guys would waste your entire time because you would just start playing with your boobies and you wouldn't get any further. Well, a waste of time. That's not a waste of time. Why are you talking um, about a waste of time? That is a off. The is whole, whole multiple orgasm thing is another reason why I think guys have it better because we have one, and dude, it is so devastating. <laughs> We're out, but women can have them over and over and over again, and it's like you must not really like your orgasms because mine, my one, just knocks me out. Um, but. Um, to answer your question, Lancey, yes, you have, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have the clitoral orgasm and you have the G-spot, G-spot orgasm, or is it called the A-spot? I don't know. Women I've have heard, spots. Yeah, but I've heard it referred to as a vaginal orgasm. Vaginal yeah, orgasm. And you know, you know how to trigger one of those? What you do, if you're interested. Wait, is, let me get my notepad. <laughs> yeah, let me grab my uh, let me grab my iPad here. Hang on. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh wait, we're recording. Yeah, a couple, a couple, of, a couple <laughs> of episodes ago, I mentioned how uh, pornography is very educational. Well, this is why I'm about to say it. So you insert the fingers, right? And if you do this, it's very interesting because uh, the inside of that vagina for the, for women who don't know this, and I'm sure there aren't very many who don't. It's very much like the inside of your cheek. It's very smooth, like like smooth and warm and wet. Right. But there's a spot. If you, I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you guys. If you, if you insert with, with your fingers, there you go. There you go. CP. <laughs> over the belly uh, with her belly up. So you insert with her belly up, not on her, not on her stomach, but on her back. So belly up and you, you, you feel around in there, that smoothness, you'll feel like a wrinkle. Like there's a wrinkle, like your imagine your fingers are real wet with water and they turn all wrinkly. Mm. That's her G spot. And so what I've discovered is going in and out doesn't doesn't trigger that. You got to give them like the come hither. They call it the come hither motion oh, yeah. like this. And you tickle that wrinkly spot with the come hither motion until you think she's about to go. And here's the, here's the, here's what you do. You pull all the way out to the entrance and just go up and down real fast. I mean, we're talking Roman fountains, man. It's awesome. <laughs> and it works. That is awesome. That <laughs> yeah. is very educational. Yeah. I'm it's so also not on topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first time I tried that, I was like, holy shit, it works. I mean, it just went everywhere. It was awesome. I was like, yay. I still think mine, mine are better. I think I still think my orgasms are better, but whatever. Okay, so I feel like I've completely derailed this podcast because we were supposed to be talking about what men want in bed, but we'll never ask you. I don't know that uh, we yeah. mind the derailment in this case. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't, 
I didn't um, have a lot of material. I was going to shift the gears a little bit and not and and talk about stuff that's not sexual because I'll be honest with you. Whenever you share the same bed with somebody for a long time, like I have, there's a lot of things that that can get on your nerves, and you're and you may not be willing to start a fight over it. So you just sit there and you're like, Jesus Christ. So one of the best things we ever did was get a king size bed because. Um, as much as I, I adore cuddling up and snuggling up with uh, my wife, having, you know, being able to hold her and feel her skin and all of that. Um, Jesus Christ, you're hot. And I mean, not hot, like sexually, although yes, that too. I mean, hot, like physically, like there's warmth there and I'm typically a hot sleeper. And so I'm sitting there and I'm sweating my ass off. But if I push you away now, all of a sudden it's, you know, what's the matter? Are you mad? Are you upset? And I was like, ah, so now, now, and when you're in a smaller bed, like we started out life with like a full size bed, which is way too small for two oh, people, wow. in my opinion. Yeah. And we moved to a queen, which was like minuscule better. And then we went to the king and the king is definitely the way to go. If you can, if you can do that, um, it gives you the option for both. So with a full size bed, you really don't have a choice. You're, you're right up against them or pretty damn close to them all the time. And, so the the king size allows for you to have that more room but there's there's also the part of it of you know not, not only making her upset but you, you enjoy being near her so you're like i don't want to give up being near you but by the same token jesus christ can we turn a fan on or something because it's hot and yeah. uh that's that sucks um another one that i i get really frustrated by is my wife has a tendency to situate her head so that whenever she falls asleep and she's breathing really heavily, she's blowing the air right in my fucking ah. face. Oh, man. And so I'm sitting there and now now I'm like find, trying to find ways to make like walls out of the... Yeah. The sandbag wall with the, the yeah. pillow. Yeah. Or, or I'll take the, like the, uh, you know how a pillowcase will have that tail end that if you, if it's like a smaller pillow and a bigger pillowcase, you'll have like extra. So I'll take the material and I'll kind of roll it up a little bit to make it where it deflects the air up into the room and stuff. And I'll tell her, I'll tell her, can you please stop doing that? And she'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then she'll fall asleep. And, <laughs> and then probably the last one, this one really irritated me because it lasted for years was she could not get through her head that when she rolled over to do something on the bedside table because she had everything tucked in so tight around her she would just roll all the covers off with her just yeah. roll them right off and then she'd roll back and i'm like god damn it and then she <clears throat> but then she'd get like whatever the hand cream was or whatever and then she'd roll back to put it back <laughs> Fold the covers down, roll and do whatever you need to do, bring the covers back. She could not, just could not understand what I was talking about. And so when the finally came to a head, she said, well, you, you'll lift the covers up and let air in all the time. I'm like, no, you're not lifting the covers up and letting air in. You're pulling the covers off. It's different. And I, for a while there, I got so mad. I went and got like my sleeping bag and and used yeah. and laid that on the bed she goes what are you doing and i'm like i'm getting sick and tired of you stealing my covers and she's like i don't know what you're talking about I'm like, right you're just so frustrated so the the point being that whenever you share a bed with somebody there's a lot of little things that 
don't necessarily stack up until you're having to deal with them every day for a long time and they get really annoying one of the ones that i do now that really annoys jen and i'll be honest with you i'm 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 like i know it annoys you but tough because you rolled the covers off of me for like 12 years is um i i typically because as i've moved into middle age it's harder for my brain to shut down so a lot of times what i'll do is i'll pull out an ipad and i'll put my airpods in my ears so she can't hear it so i'm not trying to keep her awake but i'll situate it in between us because we have a king size bed so there's like an acre there and i'll situate it between us and i'll turn it on and i'll lay down and i'll watch something it does two things number one it deflects the blowing on my face so it creates a little barrier there Number two, it gives me something I can watch. I'll usually pick a YouTube video of somebody I've seen before um, or uh, like Technology Connections is a great YouTube video for this because he goes into deep dive on technology. And so even though it's interesting, it's just not interesting enough to keep me awake, right? So yeah. I can lay there and just let and drift off listening to him talk about why the the, the uh, light scribe DVD never took off and I just lay there and listen to it and then I'll doze off and fall asleep. Well, then the, the iPad, I've got it set where the YouTube video will stop after the one ends and then the iPad will go to sleep after another 15 minutes. And so in the middle of the night, Jen rolls over and she bumps into the iPad and she's all pissed off at me. <laughs> so um, I'm like, yeah, well, tough. You know, I'm sorry. No, the woes, the woes of sleeping with another person in the bed. Yeah. So I think a lot of those, I think those are universal because all the ones you mentioned. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and I know my daughter has mentioned with her husband, they have similar things, except he's the one who burritos up in the covers. And so she wound up just giving him his own damn covers, you know, <laughs> so he could burrito up and she could actually sleep. So I'm curious, cause I've been married a long time too. And um, so you have those things. I'm curious with CT's situation with him being single, I, do your, your ladies spend the night and do, do you run into things that are awkward or? or? Or vice versa, do you spend the night with them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, I've been in situations where both have happened, um, especially if I'm <clears throat> in a relationship. I don't really do the whole one night thing. I don't think it's very smart. I'm not saying I never have, um, because in my younger days, I did on a number of occasions, you know, and never felt good about it. So I kind of shy away from that nowadays. I just want to date a girl and take her dancing and have dinner and whatever else. And if it leads to going either to her place or mine, usually hers, because, you know, mine's a bachelor pad. My background is literally the nicest, like 12 square feet of area in my whole place, my little dungeon hole here. Um, but, you know, that that doesn't happen very often for me. And so there's no there's no timeline that allows me to get used to and then annoyed by a, a sleeping partner basically so i just i like i like i love sleeping as like one arms and limbs all tangled up around each other and you know and the breath on the sh the, the shoulder or whatever i kind of dig it so when I get the, op op the opportunity to enjoy it, I do. Yeah. Having said that, though, um, I don't like the spoon position. Ugh. 
This, yeah, women love the spoon position. So obviously you give it to them because they love it and it's nice. But man, you can't breathe with hair in your face and you can't sleep with like hair just like crawling down your throat and you're constantly doing this with their hair. And, you know, they don't seem to get the hint or they just don't care, you know, but that's my biggest problem. Hair in the face during big spooning a girl. But other than that, I'll share sheets, I'll share pillows, I'll share limbs, you know, whatever. You know, we used to sleep like that too when we were first married. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. you know, you're too hot, get off me. I think there's a lot of those little things that like, like you don't talk about, like there's things that you don't say because you don't want to start a fight. I mean, the, the reality is, is that I, I'm, I make it sound like we have this argument every night about the covers getting pulled off or blowing in my face or the iPad or whatever. But on, in both cases, that might come up like once every couple of years, just whenever you're like, I've had it, I'm tired and I'm going to talk about it. And then you end up in an argument for four hours and you got to go to work the next morning and you're, and you were like, man, I should never have said anything because now we're not going to get any sleep and we're going to be cranky tomorrow. So there's a lot of times where I'm like, just, mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 I can imagine. I, I've never, I've, I've never lived with a woman outside of six months. I lived with one for six months, but she was pregnant, which that changes oh. the sleeping, the sleeping you know, uh, mechanic or dynamic completely. So, I, but outside of that, I've never actually lived with a woman. So yeah. if I sleep with a woman I'm seeing, it's because it's the weekend and, or maybe it's a ladies night Wednesday, let's say. And it's a, still a rare enough thing to where I just enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Favor it while I got it. So one of the funner things, <clears throat> funny now, but not funny at the time <laughs> that happened. With, so my husband um, has to sleep with a CPAP and, you know, that thing straps on your face and it has a hose and it blows cold air out. <clears throat> and oh. he likes to sleep facing me. Oh. And so it blows cold air on me. And I'll lay in bed reading with my kids. Kindle and I'm like I'm like Michael. I put the Kindle between us and yeah. I also wrap my my hands in the sheet so they don't freeze. <laughs> but I was laying there reading one night and he was asleep and he I don't know if he was dreaming or what, but he twitched and he threw his arm out and he hit my Kindle and smacked me in the face. Oh yeah. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> yeah. There's a danger to that, I'm sure. I tell you the worst thing that happened was it was the best and the worst. We got new beds. This was many years ago that were those. Um, oh, shoot. I'm not going to be able to remember the name of them, but the ones that were adjustable, you know, where you can raise. Oh, uh, wait, were they the ones with the air chambers in them? Or are they talking about the ones like the hospital beds that'll lift up? And yeah, like a mechanical, mm. mechanical bed that raised. And because we have a king side bed, it really is just two twin beds. Yeah. And because so, each one can lay, raise at different levels. And that was so fantastic. And we slept so much better because if he if he had a twitchy night or was uncomfortable or unrestful, I didn't feel it because I was in my own bed. Yeah, yeah. The downside is that it there was all of the sudden this invisible line of demarcation that you're not allowed to cross. <laughs> I was like, I kind of miss cuddling every once in a while, but 
no, we're in our own beds. <laughs> we. Oh, so yeah. like a, um, oh, I was just going to say that when we do cuddle, it's actually a, um, a what do you say, like a conscious act, you know. We bought a we bought a memory foam mattress a couple of years ago. One of those bed in a box ones for or, no, about a year ago. One of those ones from Amazon that uh, was really highly rated. I think it was from a company called Zinnius, Z I N I U S or something. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, and we weren't we weren't sure we were going to like it. What what happened was our youngest had gotten to the age where we needed to give her her own bed, get her out of the crib, and put her into her own bed, and we bought a, a memory foam mattress for her and we actually have bought our kids full-size beds because we, the crib converted into a bed. So because of the size of the crib, it's a full-size bed. So we got a full-size mattress. And a lot of times our kids like us to lay in there with them while they're falling asleep. So we're laying there next to them while they fall asleep, listening, you know, talking to them or listening to music or whatever. And both of us, whenever we would lay next to our youngest one, both of us would come out there going, man, that bed is so comfortable. And we ended up buying one that's thicker because the one for her is only like eight inches tall. We got the 12 inch tall mattress. And that was the best thing we ever did because the way the memory foam works is it doesn't allow, if you move the, it dampens the vibration so quickly that it doesn't really transit over to the other person. So mm -hmm. if she's over there tossing and turning, I don't feel it and vice versa. And man, and that on top of the fact that it's, every time you lay on it, it's, um, it's kind of hard at first, and then you settle into it and it cradles you so well, man, it's been the best thing ever. And so that's actually knocked out a lot of the arguments that we had because, you know, like I'd get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and she'd be like, Oh, and then she'd have to get up and go to the bathroom. Cause I woke her up when I got up or vice versa, not arguments, but just sort of disgruntlements with there's somebody else in the room and they're making it annoying to be here. Now, almost all of that is gone. So that's a, that was one of the best things that we did. Similar to what you're talking about with the, the adjustable mattresses is you've got your own, you feel like you got your own little pod that's just for you when you want it, which is really nice. Man, I, I, I sleep with my head on one corner and my feet on the opposite corner. Like I cut the bed right in half. I'm like, <laughs> ah, I just sleep. That's how I sleep so well when I do. It's because I size, just. What size mattress do you have? I have a queen. Oh. But um, I know that someday, if all goes well for me, that will have to change. Somebody's not going to like that. And I she's probably going to kick me gonna back. They're going to be on their own podcast talking about what do women not tell their, their men. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sleep diagonally. Yeah. <laughs> Ours actually changed whenever um, we started with a queen. <laughs> And we got a dog, and the dog grew into a 70-pound dog, and she slept with us, and so we needed a bigger bed to accommodate the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, guys, we've actually gone pretty long on this topic. Yeah. Over the board. Any last thoughts before we wrap it up and close it off? Uh, well, it doesn't really answer the question, but uh, buy the right mattress. And <laughs> love the one you're with. I think I think I would uh, I think the thing that I would like to see happen more in my life, so therefore I'm going to give it as a piece of advice is more open communication about what you want and receptiveness to it. Because the reality is is that I mean you, I mean you can guess that in our marriage that I I would like to do things that I feel like she just is not interested in. And I would really not necessarily say, you know, just be a little bit more 
open to trying it kind of thing. Um, you might find you like it. I think, I think taking Lancey's attitude of try it. If you don't like it, don't do it, but don't say you're not going to do it just because you're, you're afraid to try it. Right. Um, and just be, and then in, enthusiasm goes a long way. Even if we're not trying something new, enthusiasm goes a long way. Whenever, whenever my wife is enthusiastic about the idea, it is, night and day different versus when she's tired and we like, maybe we had agreed, okay, this Friday night, we're going to get together. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not letting some slip. I'm using this as a hypothetical. I know that we record these on Fridays and they're released on Thursdays, but uh, I'm using this as a hypothetical this weekend. We're going to get together. There you go. And we have a long day walking around out in the park or something. And she's just not in the mood. And she's like, no, I still want to do it. I really want to do it. But you can tell she's tired and you know, maybe a little sunburned and, and dehydrated. And she still says she wants to do it. And I'm like, wait, well, you know, you don't, right. What you would really rather do is drink a big bottle of water and go to bed. So enthusiasm goes so far. It goes so far. It really does. So even if you don't want to try something new, enthusiasm helps a lot. Yeah. That's all I got. Love the one you're with. I'll just end on that. All right. Well then that's a wrap. Um, this concludes this episode of Writing Guides. If you have a question that you would like answered on how men think, visit writingguides.net and click the button to ask us a question. Also, be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the Writing Guys podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Right. Bye, Bye, everyone.